1: Hello and welcome to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown.
0: And I'm James Borth. And we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients and not companies. To receive your complimentary and personalized financial income plan, give us a call at 513-575-9654. If you're seeking advice on an old 401k, 403b, some type of employer-sponsored plan, perhaps even in an NUA analysis, here's the point. If you're no longer with the company, as a rule, your money should not be there either. So we can help you roll that out, whether it be into a tax-neutral IRA, split that out with the NUA, take control of your money, give us a call, 513-575-9654. Visit our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email, share your thoughts to team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg?
1: Well, today we're going to discuss risk, reward, and safer ways to get more from your retirement assets. Now, despite the uh, typical saw the link between risk and reward, there is a relationship there, clearly. Oftentimes, more risk equals more reward, so long as you're invested in the right things for the right reasons, according to a plan. And safe, or better said, probably safer, ways to improve your retirement income do exist. You just need to know all of your options, not just what the broker uh, who makes you a broker or Wall Street has in store for you. You don't need their plan. You need a plan that gets you healthy, wealthy, and wiser on purpose. And that's exactly what we can do as a holistic firm who put your interest first. That means we're financial fiduciaries, putting your interest first in every situation and holistic meaning insurance, investments, tax advice, tax preparation, estate planning, income planning, financial planning, Uh, We just do a little bit of everything, insurance, long-term care, social security maximization, pension maximization, anything that can actually do what was just stated, make you healthy, wealthy, and wiser for the purpose of retirement and all the years leading up to it. It's not just about retirement. It's all about getting prepared for the eventual retirement. So whether you're retired and want to stay happily that way or hope to have a retirement someday, we are an excellent choice for you because we work for you, with you, doing things for you and with you, and not, well, not to you, you might say. Now, if you're out there wondering, what is a first step? Well, one is just, hey, you're already doing it. You're listening. You're learning. But unless you do something, right? There's the old parable, the five frogs in the log, uh, four decide to jump off. How many are left? There's still five because there's a difference between, um, you know, thinking and doing. You need to do do something about this, and we give you plenty of opportunities. You can call us here at 513-575-9654, 575-9654, as James mentioned, or visit us online. And when you do so, <clears throat> excuse me, if you're interested in food, fun, and finance, we'll get together real soon. On our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com forward slash seminars, brownfinancialadvisors.com forward slash seminars. You will find an invitation for you. That if you if it sounds like it's talking to you and maybe speaking at you to you, just look at that and register and join us. We have um, we have events throughout each month. You'll see the dates there and the times and the location and what to do and a couple questions for you to answer and share with us a little bit about where you're at, where you're looking to go, and then we'll hope to see you. Uh, We'll certainly touch base with you, let you know you're on track to joining us that evening, whatever evening that might be, typically Tuesdays or Thursdays, nice restaurant, Um, good topic, you know, please come for the message as well as the meal, Uh, be purposeful. But if you'll check that out, I think it will really help you along in just even this topic, the risk reward and safer ways to get more from retirement assets.
0: And while you're speed lunking through our website, you might also check out our podcast section, which is going to have at least the last or the most recent five or six shows the podcast shows that you're listening to uh, today for example so sometime this week we'll upload this one as well but again on our website podcast section has the most recent five or six episodes of the sound money investment show greg well james oh
1: i'll one-up you on that one while you're spilling and you're exploring around the old website check out the color of money risk assessment score the camera color of money risk assessment and see what your score is. It'll send us information, get your report back to yourself about what is the color of your money? What's green or safer? What's yellow managed? What's red, unmanaged red, like blood red. You know, it can be dangerous to you. What is the color of your money? What is your actual risk? And then when we get together, we'll assess what you have. And if it's aligned with your risk, your purposes, your plan and your future. So with risk reward and safer ways to get more out of retirement assets, Choosing a financial instrument, let alone an advisor, that actually works for you, well, it can hold greater potential for returns relative to risk, and inevitably, the increase of return oftentimes go with an increase of volatility and risk for you to, you know, earn that reward on that uh, investment experience. And time, time is so important. So um, instead of you know, if you were to choose safety and protection over growth, what might you expect? You know, typically there's a trade-off. More safety, more protection. You oftentimes get lower opportunity for return. Might be sufficient, though. Might be a good trade-off. Um, but also with that, James, we see oftentimes a little less liquidity. I mean, an example might be a CD. Do you get some safety? Sure. Much of an interest rate? Well, it's getting better. It's not the best. We can certainly do better with our CD-type annuity um, offerings. I mean, we have rates of five years up to 565 5.7%. Um, three years right at about five just blows the doors off the bank so
0: even even five and a half at three years
1: oh my goodness see that's breaking news for you right there always just assume we can beat those rates because rates do change so even though we just you know shared some rates just put in your brain that uh, we can beat those tax deferred even rates of uh, with cd type annuities over the bank offerings and then also get you a holistic plan show you show you the way but it is true that oftentimes there's less liquidity now cd type annuities have more liquidity than bank cds and we know oh if you want real liquidity and safety so to speak you can put money in a money market maybe you won't get any interest it is liquid right uh it is quote unquote safe except for it's a safe way to lose money because you go backwards against inflation inflation's still out there i mean it's getting a little better uh we still see demand exceeding supply which is healthy in an economy but it's tighter together we see uh, rates starting to normalize a little bit. They've moved up and normalizing over the bell curve of time. We're seeing inflation come down. We're thinking um, optimistically inflation might be curtailed down about four and a quarter percent by end of 2023. And then interest rates peaking and maybe after another quarter to half a percent followed by a quarter percent. Then the Fed kind of level off for most of 2023. And then look for just maybe an interest rate decrease in 2024 to re-stimulate parts of the economy that the Fed maybe overcooled a bit. And as you know, what they do is a bit of a lagging uh, indicator Anyway, so if they don't go into a holding pattern, circle the airport a few times, they don't really know if they went over or under and shooting their target of trying to cool the economy without breaking it. But all that's relative to risk, isn't it? All that introduces some volatility in markets and keeps the market very entertaining. But if you stretch out the short term into longer term interval, you look at your market investments relative to risk over three, five, seven, ten years, rest of your forever, you will not be displeased with market rates return when you depend upon capital markets to deliver your wealth and growth thereof over long periods. It's just it's just the truth. You know, if we had our brothers, James, we would have most people look at their statements about once every three years, not every three minutes, three hours or three days, or even really three months over the quarter. Because relative to investing over time, if you give market investing at the appropriate risk for you, albeit the same time you would give a, a silly CD of three or five years and you looked at it the same way, you'd be well pleased because you would be out of the game of reactionism of, of what's happening. News noise of the day and relative movements and volatility, of the market in short terms and getting caught in the crossfire of all that. I mean, even if you don't react and make changes to your portfolio, if you're looking that often, it's causing it's registering somewhere, probably inside your internals of a, uh, what do they call that cortisone?
0: Well, I'd <laughs> say looking stress. Yeah, looking at it's one thing. Obsessing over it maybe is something else. But leave, at any rate,
1: leave abscesses for bad teeth in the dentist. Anyway, there is a a just a kind of false uh, perception out there that that there aren't there aren't safer ways to make money and do what you need to do with your retirement resources. We have all kinds of choices from equities with dividends and growth over time to strategies that uh, that can just Hone in on certain components in the market. Tilt monthly, uh, buying and selling certain components to reflect what's the subtle movements in the market. Call that again, tilting. We have um, unique instruments like buffered index portfolios. We have coupon-based strategies that pay nice income to people uh, higher net worth. Let's say that that just want money thrown off of their money in form of cash flow because retirement's about cash flow. Just so many options that don't exist in the brokerage community. Or, you know, the, the companies that you see on TV and, as always, can't help but say, you know, the companies with the Super Bowl commercials and football stadiums named after them. But, James, maybe let's slide into some of the thought-provoking questions.
0: Well, we really don't have time for that just yet, but let's, let's kind of finish off the segment with this. You know, when, you, when we say safe or safer ways to get more out of your retirement assets, maybe what you're looking for, the difference is, are you looking for insurance or are you looking for assurance? Insurance would be you have guarantees. Yes, based upon the claims paying ability of the insurance company, but we are talking about billion-dollar insurance companies versus assurance saying that it would take literally a once-in-a-lifetime event for our market-based investment portfolios to not work as they're designed. So, leave you with that. There's more. There's much more. I'll find at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us. We can help. But stay tuned. You're listening to The Sound Money Investment Show. Brown Finance Advisors here on fifty five K R C the talk station. LLC. Brown Financial Advisors and Brown Insurance and Tax Advisors are affiliated companies and may only transact business in those states in which registered or were otherwise legally permitted.
1: Welcome back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown.
0: And I'm James Borth. And we are an independent RIA, a registered investment advisory firm. We do work for clients, not companies. That's Main Street and not Wall Street. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. Our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg? Visit our site,
1: brownfinancialadvisors.com forward slash seminars, and come for a, an evening of food, fund, and finance. Learn more about all these topics that we talk, just discuss each week in uh, more of a, in an interpersonal format, a little bit of Q&A, a lot of presentation of information and facts, and then a challenge for you to just get things all better. We make that quite easy with complimentary visits, complimentary financial plan, share all of our recommendations, hold nothing back, and then you can make an informed decision on if you see a fit to work together beyond that or not. Pretty simple, straightforward. So today, and continuing with risk-reward and safer ways to get more from retirement assets, we're just transitioning to some of the thought-provoking questions that tie into the topic today.
0: All right, so self-analysis time. How do you consider yourself to be as an investor? So in other words, are you aggressive? Are you conservative? Are you somewhere in between maybe a moderate? And does that tend to change over time depending upon how the markets are doing? So do you kind of go with the flow and say, well, if the markets are doing well, I want to be aggressive. And if the markets are not doing so well, it's like, well, I want to be conservative. So are you trying to really time the markets more than anything else? Are you letting your emotions dictate your decisions as far as your investment decisions? have you had your retirement portfolio stress tested to see how maybe some losses like in 2022 might impact your future retirement security? How does it affect future income for those that are retired? Are you still investing today the same way, whether it be risk allocation or the focus on growth over income as when you were still working? So typically when you get into retirement, now your focus kind of pivots to income, first, and growth second. But once again, maybe it's separating your different portfolios, giving one or two of them a very specific job title and description that says, this one is focused on income, while the other one might be focused on growth. That's just an example. At what rate will your retirement savings need to grow so that you don't run out of money prior to running out of life? And have you factored in inflation into those maybe, uh, I'd say, scenarios? And inflation is kind of relatively speaking, that's saying if it's going to be at 3%, if it's going to be at 5%, or maybe it stays a little bit more elevated over the near future. Do you really understand your current investments? What do you own, in other words? And why do you own it? What is your investment time frame? What's your time horizon? When, again, do you need to start pivoting towards the, instead of the contribution phase or the preservation phase, into the distribution phase? How would your lifestyle be impacted if you were able to significantly reduce the amount of taxes and fees and expenses that you're currently paying? How much more of a benefit would that have? Are your investments properly diversified? And that means not only amongst different asset classes, but also means amongst tax status as well. IRAs versus Roth IRAs versus non-IRAs. Did you carefully read the prospectus? This is like a rhetorical question, right, of course? Of course you didn't read that prospectus on the mutual funds, the variable annuity, and the other securities before investing? And would it be wise, maybe another rhetorical question here, would it be wise to get a second opinion regarding your investments and your retirement plans? Again, do you have a plan? Sure would
1: benefit you. I just think about some of the small print on the back of statements, and yours is probably not any different than what we've seen out there. If you're listening right now, you might find small print like, every reasonable attempt has been made to accurately price the securities listed on this statement. Um, While we can't warrant or guarantee the accuracy thereof and where prices were not readily available, we've used estimates estimates from various sources, et cetera, et cetera, cetera. does that sound like a bunch of, of foo, foo. What's the adage? The bold print giveth the fine print, taketh away. Yes. So we don't need any of that. So looking at, um, you know, going through some techniques for balancing the risk and rewards of investing. Um, I'd like to tell you just about four risk-free ways of getting more from your retirement uh, assets, the things that you're out there trying to invest your money in, hoping to get some kind of result. That result is with more or less risk. That result uh, that you're targeting might be for more uh, growth over time, or is it more for uh, cash flow or income? As James was talking about, you know, what is the purpose of the underlying investment? So when it comes to the way you've invested your retirement savings um, is the amount of risk you're taking appropriate for your circumstances or for that type of investment when thinking about what is an appropriate level of risk and the potential for losses. um, It's kind of like the, the Goldilocks and three bears fairy tale. I mean, you remember since the bears were not at home, Goldilocks not only invited herself right in, she took the Liberty to sample all three bowls of that porridge. One was too hot. One was too cold, oh, but the third was just right. Well, your portfolio for retirement, it's like one of those three bowls. If it's too hot, uh, you've got so much risk there. Uh, it's going to be a part of ill-timing the market, could crash, could destroy your retirement, and the security that goes with it. Sequence of returns come to mind. Negative returns earlier in retirement versus midterm or long-term or later term can make a mathematical difference that you do not want to experience for yourself. Too cold. If your investments are too cold, well, you may have gone too far, so far to the extreme of safety that the returns earned on the savings are insufficient. No chance of keeping up with inflation, let alone supporting your cash flow needs. But when you have a properly balanced, overall, holistic financial plan with everything that's necessary to be successful on purpose still included in the toolbox, that's important because brokerage firms have tools in their toolbox as ordained and approved and provided by the mothership. So you're starting with the toolbox that's missing critical tools. If you need a hammer and all, it's just a bag full of screwdrivers, you're in trouble. I mean, try to, try to screw a nail. It doesn't work well. Try to hammer a screw, vice versa. The tools are critically important. So a balanced plan with the appropriate tools, balancing out the potential reward of growth that you need to secure a lifetime income and sufficient growth of the underlying assets to meet and exceed inflation is critical. So let's look at some of the uncompromising, let's say, links between risk and reward. The degree that we can reasonably expect to be rewarded by a financial instrument is linked directly, typically to the degree of volatility and risk of the investment loss associated with it. Increase risk of loss, increase gain. Sounds like a really sad testimonial of investing. There, There must be better ways. Well, I assure you there are. What I just described is the typical linkage between Wall Street investments and the risk of your money not the way we do things there are better ways and you should contact us and we can go through that there's a plethora like a like a um, a buffet of options stock and stock market type investments of course they offer greater reward you know equity stocks typically greater reward in form of possible higher returns uh, than say a government bond or CD or simple interest products certainly but with that more risk any instrument that you find offering protection against investment loss, it often lowers the reward in the form of whatever yield or interest or earnings that you'll gain from that, right? There's that trade-off. Not always, but mostly. Few people would seriously argue out there, James, I think the certainty and logic behind the unbreakable link between risk and reward. Typically. Uh, It's, uh, it's interesting to consider though, how often we hear stories about people getting duped by scam artists. Watch out for that. The old too good to be true probably is. Well, There are things pretty good that you just don't know of. So don't, don't think that that's an automatic trigger that something's bad, but typically it merits further investigation for sure. I mean, we've seen people that you would think just got it all together, all the best advisors and people of input and, and status to help them make great decisions. But famous actors, actresses, movie directors, bank executives, I mean, foundation administrators of large groups fooled by someone the likes of like a Bernie Madoff. And there are Bernie's out there. Every crook and Ponzi scheme operator in history knows the simple answer. These people, what do they have in common? They want to believe. So understanding, always remembering there is this inseparable connection between risk and reward should be the first lesson to avoid financial catastrophes.
0: Yeah, here's an easy way maybe to say, well, here's one way I know I'm not going to get duped. So if you're writing a check, that's if you're still writing checks to your investment account. It's not being made out to Bernie Madoff. It's not being made out to any company. So, in other words, if you're adding to your investment account here at Brown Financial Advisors, with Brown Financial Advisors, you're making a check payable to the custodian. That custodian might be Charles Schwab. It might be TD Ameritrade. You don't write your check payable to to Brown Financial Advisors. That never happens. So, that's one very simple way to say, how do I know I'm not getting my money somewhere where it's just being disappeared or maybe potentially subject to some type of a Ponzi scheme. So if you're you're making your check payable to or making your direct debit from your bank account to the financial institution, the reputable financial institution, that's how you know. Very true. And you'll also receive some type
1: of confirmation that a transaction occurred and completed. And you also see that if it's not to a custodian like TD Ameritrade or, TM- TD Ameritrade or Schwab, it will be to someone like a billion-dollar insurance company. Same thing will apply. You'll get confirmation from the entity or custodian of that fact.
0: There's more. There's much more. I'll find her at the office, 513-575-9654. Call us so we can help. Now, when we get back from break, we'll cover some of the highlights of the SECURE 2.0 Act and how it affects your retirement. So stay tuned for that. You're listening to The Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, The Talk Station.
1: Welcome back to The Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown.
0: And I'm James Borthen. We are an independent registered investment advisory firm. We do for clients, not companies. And it really does all start with the plan, That means actually having a plan, knowing what you own and why you own it. So whether you're seeking advice on old 401k, 403b, IRA rollover, investment planning, retirement planning, income planning, tax planning, it's that time of the year, social security maximization, a Roth conversion analysis, NUA analysis, and for some, perhaps even an in-service rollover, all those and more we can help, 513-575-9654. Our website, brownfinancialadvisors.com email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com i don't know home office is in milford but we also have locations in blue ash westchester and florence y'all well as so we continue
1: to discuss many different things as we usually do uh primary topics risk reward and safer ways to get more from retirement assets there are ways to explore hope you'll contact us we can share so many options for you but uh, james was teasing us on the way out here about uh how will the Secure 2.0 Act affect your retirement? There was an act of Congress in this current administration that resulted in this Secure Act 2.0 and it has some effects. James, you want to kind of take us through it?
0: Yeah. So for starters on required distributions, required minimum distributions, the RMDs from the IRAs, uh, the age has been raised from 72 now to 73. uh, And, For those, and this is effective this year, so if you turn 72 this year, 2023, you now have until next year, 2024, to take out that first distribution. For those who've already taken out those distributions, you have 60 days to put them back into your IRA, and it's like no harm, no foul. So if you've already taken something out, you have 60 days to put it back in. Otherwise, you just simply have taken your distribution, whether you need it or not. Greg, what's next?
1: Uh, There's just, and you don't have to, so that's good. Um, Catch-up contributions. When you look at the catch-up contributions in 2023, anyone over age 50 can save an additional $7,500 annually to an employer-sponsored retirement plan, such as a 401k, 403b, those tax-deferred accounts that you you fund through the employer with contributions, and they may match. But if you're um, ages 62, 63, or 64 specifically in 2023, the catch-up contribution for you increases to 10,000 under the Secure Act 2.01, slightly modified. 10,000, pretty nice, nice catch-up rate, ages 62, 63, or 64. So that means you could defer a total of $32,500 in to your employer sponsored retirement account annually. Now, one caveat there, if you're Um, let's say a higher-income employee with wages in excess of $145,000, any of those catch-up contributions must be Roth contributions. So an after-tax contribution, but tax-free thereafter. That's starting in 2024. So check your income level to determine what type of contribution you can make
0: in form of catch-up. Here's a fun one. Designated Roth account matching contributions. What that means is the employer, you now have the choice in most cases – to have your employer's matching contributions designated as Roth account matching contributions. Why that matters is because the Roth would grow on a tax-free basis if you could follow some other rules like the five-year seizing period. But nevertheless, contributions, if they are contributions into a deferred account, such as a traditional 401k, 403b, then that's what typically has gone on before is that you might be contributing to your Roth account, but all of the employer matching has gone to the traditional account. Now, as the employee, you have the flexibility to decide where those matching contributions go, traditional or Roth. Yep, good. That's that's good. I mean, automatic 401k enrollment.
1: People feel different things about this. Anything that's automatic is like required and the government's in control and you're losing your voluntary option to control your destiny. So there's always someone thinking something about something. But um, if the company sponsors, in your case, the retirement plan, any of the eligible employees like you will be automatically enrolled in a plan and must opt out if you choose not to participate. So you start with the company, it offers a plan, and you're eligible. Boom, you're in. You have to opt out to not participate. Otherwise, it's automatic. The intent behind the provision is clear. It was to encourage retirement savings among what historically and by trend have been otherwise reluctant
0: workers to do so. There's also a provision for student loan matching. Now, previously employers only matched the plan participants contributions directly into the retirement plan, such as the 401ks, the 403bs. But in 2024, if an employee makes qualified student loan payments, employers can make a matching contribution again into their 401k, 403b, or perhaps even a simple IRA. So that means under the new rule, Individuals don't have to make a choice between paying off student loans and saving for retirement. Instead, they can do both pretty much at the same time.
1: How about part-time workers and retirement plan eligibility? For those part-time workers out there, the SECURE Act of 2019, the first, the precursor, allowed part-time workers to become eligible for their employer-sponsored 401k after three years of employment. So a little bit of 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 a seasoning of sorts. Um, Beginning in 2025, however, the Secure 2.0 Act, it reduces that period to two years, provided the employers have these employees eligible at 1,000 hours per year. So you have to work 1,000 hours per year or more, and you can become part of the deferred plan, Um, the employer-sponsored 401k, 403b, whatever, um, under this new provision in 2025. So it's only a one-year
0: change. Yeah, and there's some gray area on that one about whether it's projected you're going to be working 1,000 hours or you already have worked 1,000 hours. So there's some cleanup work Congress needs to do on some of these provisions. There's also a 529 college savings plan rollover potential. Now, there's always some catches with this one too, but here's in general how this works. For the 529 college savings plan owners, starting in 2024, you will be able to roll over the leftover funds into a Roth IRA tax and penalty-free. Now, here's some of the catches involved. It's the beneficiary of the 529 plan who's going to receive the Roth IRA. So the owner of the account, you know, might be mom and dad, and it's the chitlins or the grand chitlins who are the beneficiaries. That's who's going to be receiving the Roth IRA. Some limits do apply, and this is where you say, okay, here's the catch. The plan must be in place for at least 15 years. That's quite a long time. And you're also limited to a lifetime rollover amount of 35000 And there's also a per-year requirement that you can't roll over more than what is the yearly max. That means 6000 or 6500 depending upon the age of the beneficiary, perhaps 7000 or 7500
1: So when I first heard about this provision, I thought it meant that the... Uh the target beneficiary of the 529 had to be at least 15 years or older. But nope, it's the plan must be that old before you're eligible to this. Otherwise, I like this provision a lot. But um, it's usual. still
0: better than what was before because what was before was simply if the, if the person that's intended for the, the 529 proceeds did not go to college, well, then what do you do with the funds? If you take them out, you have to pay taxes and a penalty for not having used the 529 plan funds for their intended purpose.
1: That happened too many times for me, and I'm not a big believer in 529s anymore for that reason. Anyway, some final thoughts. Just know that changes just like this Acts of Congress, Congress critters are always busy doing something, and it can impact positively or negatively your retirement, your position in retirement, your planning for retirement. And just check with people like us. Why us? Because we're holistic. We do the tax, investments, financial planning, uh, insurance all together. So we're a great source to help you with all things like this, anytime that you choose to call us.
0: But final thoughts on the Roth IRA. In general, we are big fans of the Roth accounts. That means employer-sponsored plans, the 401ks, the 403bs, the Roth IRAs, if you are now individually investing. But here's maybe some caveats to that. What is your income level currently? What is your tax bracket currently? What's your projected tax bracket in retirement? How do those compare? How do those contrast? Also, How old are you? What's your age? Do you have only a few years for your Roth IRA to grow on a tax-free basis? Or are you quite young and maybe you have multiple decades for that to grow, almost like a snowball effect on a tax-free basis? So that's why it, it takes a little bit more than just simply saying, hey, it's a Roth, let's do that versus let's maybe measure twice before cutting that one time.
1: Well, James, how about take us through the topic of what's your investment objective?
0: Okay, well, here's a good one. This is maybe where you start thinking about, I'd say for most people out there, the objective is simply to accumulate enough money to meet their future income needs. It sounds like a pretty broad objective. And yes, it is. In general, that's the beginning part of having a retirement plan, an actual plan. Now, there's maybe two ways that you can increase those retirement, maybe income possibilities. One approach is to attempt to just simply achieve higher growth. That's, that's where you psych, your objective is, I want to have investment growth at all costs. That includes at all amounts or levels of risk. And maybe if you think about even a 1% or 2% increase in returns each year, over time, yes, it makes a big difference in the amount of income a portfolio can provide. Now, unfortunately, as we've also discussed, to get a boost in return, you must select financial instruments with a greater risk of investment loss. There's the downside. You might have some investment losses along the way, so you've climbed halfway up that mountain and you then fall maybe 25% down. Second approach of increasing future retirement income is to take advantage of opportunities to be more efficient with your investment and retirement accounts. That means taking a look at your internal and external fees and expenses. What are your redundancies, your overlaps in your portfolios? So being more efficient in how you invest is the second component of how you obtain better results for your future you.
1: Well, we're going to continue with some of that, James.
0: All right. Our fund to office is 513-575-9654. Call us we can help. But stay tuned You're listening to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors here on 55KRC, The Talk Station. Welcome
1: back to the Sound Money Investment Show with Brown Financial Advisors. I'm Greg Brown.
0: And I'm James Borth, and we are a registered investment advisory firm. We are independent. We do work for clients, not companies. Our phone number, 513-575-9654. Website, brownfinancialadvisors.com. Email team at brownfinancialadvisors.com. And our home office is in Milford, but we also have locations in Blue Ash, Westchester, and Florence. Greg?
1: You know, there's just so many things to get into with this subject of risk, reward, safer ways to get more from your retirement assets. I mean, looking at the um, commitment people need to have to the long term. um, But also
0: look for the sweet spot. And we'll tell you what that means in just a few moments. Being tax wise,
1: it's always going to be important. That's why we deal in taxes and help clients along with that. Reducing investment fees is just part of it. It's really reducing your total cost of ownership of investments. We are an all-in firm. I mean, you're going to get the kitchen sink from taxes, investments, financial planning, uh, insurance, um, the estate planning all together. And then there are no transaction costs. There's no technology fees or accounting fees. It's just a, an advisor fee that includes you get it all. And uh, that's that's pretty sweet. And you just need to know when you're comparing fees. Fees are loss led in the investment community. The brokerage firms will loss lead the fee, but your total cost of investing will be greater than you would ever sign off on if you only knew. And we'll help you assess that it comes to maximizing social security or pension maximization and decisions on what you should do or company buyouts and rollovers and uh, how to best handle all that. We handle it holistically too. Um, it, because there are tax consequences. What do you invest in? How do you take the money out? Where do you put it? Where, what positions it taken in overall plan, Uh, Can you take negative situations like the lemons of investing and turn it into some mighty sweet, mighty fine lemonade? Certainly, it all works together exponentially. But as we look at uh, having a a number one commitment, if you will, number one, commit to long term, look for the sweet spot. The link between risk and reward uh, you'll find between interest on your savings account and the time you have to invest there versus uh, how is that linked or related anyway? In healthier interest rate environments, a thirty-year bond bond will pay you more than a two-year, three-year, five-year tenure. That's the idea. That's the that's the curve of a healthy bond yield. Um, sometimes, though, near-term yields start to equal mid and long-term, and you have an in, or or just the opposite: short-term's higher than long-term, and that's called an inversion. These are all issues, but you don't need to get caught up in that. See, set all that psycho babble aside and just deal with what's your plan. What do you need to invest in? to get to your objective, and we will help you choose the correct investments. We have options that are much safer that you wouldn't hear about otherwise that we could step through even.
0: Well, reminder about the inverted yield curve. That just simply means the two-year treasury is yielding better than the 10-year treasury. But that still doesn't mean that the two-year will pay better than a three-year or five-year. If you're looking at interest rates, especially for the short-term annuities, you're going to find that a three-year to a five-year annuity will pay more than a two-year will pay. And that's what I mean by the sweet spot is maybe if you add that extra year or even a couple of extra years, you can get maybe a full, well, a full half a point higher on the interest rate, guaranteed interest rate for each and every year of that particular contract.
1: So we have some options, might as well share with you, that are safer in this concept of, you know, how much risk do you need to get some of the objectives accomplished um, that you wouldn't otherwise hear about? And this is this is time-sensitive. So wherever you're listening to this now, whenever it might be that you're hearing this through podcasts in the future or whatever, please keep this in mind. We get new rates every month. But this is an example. These are current and real rates that may change by the time you act on this. But you'll get the idea. One is an offering of our buffered index portfolio. And what it does, it takes the lesser performing of the S&P 500 and the Dow over one year. So the result of those indices, the lesser of the two, after one year is taken and then we apply what's called a cap and a buffer the cap is 9.25% that means the most that you could get is capped at 9.25 so if the result of that index after 12 months was 10% you would get 9.25% it's a cap think of the cap as your upside potential and buffer is your downside protection the buffer in this case is 100% protection to the downside so if that lesser performing of the indice 12 months later was -5 10 20 you'd be down zero. Pretty nice exchange for a one-year instrument. So do you need to hide out in simple interest products when you have opportunities like this? Probably not. Um, Then we might split between a pessimist view and a, let's see, um, someone who thinks it just might turn out optimistically. So for a pessimist who wants a buffered index strategy, we have one that is two years, the lesser performing of the S&P and Dow. So we take the measurement of the result two years out, 24 months out, and then we apply the cap and the buffer. The cap is 22.25%. So if the indices, if it resulted in positive 25, you would get 22.25. If it was 20, you would get 20. The cap is 22.25. Now the buffer to the downside. If two years later, the lesser performing of the indices was down negative at all, you'd be down nothing. So, pretty nice. Now, if you look at that, that's kind of like having an opportunity to earn north of 11% annualized with no downside risk. Uh, here's here's some twists. Here's some that pay you two different ways. One that's very positive for the optimist out there, the lesser performing of the Dow and the S&P two years out, we take the result, we apply the cap, the cap's uncapped. There's no limit to the upside. If it's up 20, you get 20. If it's up 30, you get 30. Now, minus our regular fee for just active management. It's an active strategy. This isn't an annuity. Many of you might be figuring out you don't need a free steak dinner from an annuity sales termite. You don't need an annuity in all likelihood with opportunities like this that carve out special opportunities inside market-based investing. It's boutique-ish. We have it. Others don't. kind of reminds me of Sonic. But anyway, and the buffer on this one's 15%. So if the market is down 15%, From where it is today, you would, or, well, you'd be down zero. If it was down 20, the buffer is 15. It absorbed the first 15, you'd be down five. But here's the twist this is dual directional. There's a second way to make money, not just an upside market result. But if the market result is between zero and the buffer of 15, like negative 10, or negative 12, or negative 14, that becomes a positive. How unique. How amazing. And there's more. There are other options here. I don't know if James wants to describe any of them.
0: Well, here's, here's an example of instead of for growth, you want to turn this around and take income. So we remember the two different mandates. One is for future growth. This one's for current income. And this is where, again, we're linking to the major stock market indices. This one applies the third index, the, the NASDAQ. So we have the, the S&P, the Dow, and the NASDAQ. And this one will pay if it works as designed because the portfolio is called the Design Income Portfolio. An annualized coupon yield of 10%. Paid every quarter, that's a 2.5% quarterly yield. Now, here's maybe the catch because there is a barrier to where this works as designed. The coupon barrier means that if the market has a pretty significant decline of 25%, so anything less than a 25% decline means that all the coupons pay out just as they're designed. And then at the end of the three-year period for this particular uh, portfolio, There's what's called a principal barrier of 40%. So minus, you know, if we don't have a market crash of more than 40% after three years, then not only do you get your coupon payments for each of the different years at 10% per year, but you'll also get your original principal back as well. And that's how the designed income portfolio works. It's not too good to be true. It absolutely is a fantastic option for those who need systematic sustained income over the next X number of years.
1: So whether you have um, 100,000 or, or a million to put towards this type of concept, like a million dollars, this would pay 100,000 dollars a year in income. It'd pay 25,000 quarterly. Now the only quarter it would skip would be a quarter in which the indice pulled back 25 percent or greater. That's the coupon barrier James mentioned. And then at the end of the term, if the market happened to be 40 percent further down than it is today, that's that's significant. That's statistically not so likely. I can't say for sure. You know, that, that's forward-looking. But um, only then would you be exposed to the market outcome. Otherwise, you get your money back, and you keep going to the next coupon opportunity and keep building your cash off the designed income strategy. So very
0: interesting things out here. Yes. Available to you yes. from us. There's more. There's much more. Our founder about the office, 513-575-9654. Again, 513-575-9654 call us. We can help now on behalf of Greg, myself, James, we want to thank you for listening today. Have a great week. And remember this sound money where good things are believable, achievable, and true for you.